What a time we are living in. The world is changing. For us in Indiana, the weather is changing. And my goodness, we know employers, especially manufacturers, are dealing with some changes right now. In this episode of the ROI Podcast, we're going to talk about these changes with the president and CEO of the Indiana Chamber of Commerce, Mr. Kevin Brinegar. Let's get into the episode. Welcome back, everybody, to the ROI Podcast, presented by the Kelly School of Business on the IUPUI campus. I'm Shane Simmons, and filling in for Associate Dean Phil Powell is our producer, Luke Cooley. Luke, great to have you back on the podcast. Great to be here. Really looking forward to what we're talking about today. Well, Luke, as you've heard from that attention-grabbing intro that I put together from my David Bowie, change is the topic of today's podcast. And that change we're talking about is really impacting businesses all throughout the country. And it's impacting Indiana in a big way. You know, it used to be about jobs and finding jobs for people. But now that's reversed. That data shows us there are more jobs right now than there are qualified employees, which is causing a labor shortage that's suffocating employers really all over the country. The insights are that businesses throughout the state, talent and finding skilled workers is their number one concern and and their number one issue right now. And I guess my message to them in general would be, You need to really think about building your pipelines, coming up with new ways to identify and recruit talent, and probably start earlier to fill jobs. Recently, the Indiana Chamber of Commerce conducted a survey to 1,200 businesses, and their findings were alarming when it comes to the severity of the talent shortage in Indiana. 1,200 businesses throughout the state of Indiana found that um, nearly 50% of the respondents said that they have left jobs open because of the inability to find uh, someone with the skills to fill that job. And that number has increased from 39% to 49% just in the last four years. And the employers say that 50, over half of them say that they plan to expand their workforce in the next year, and less than 10% say that they uh, expect to contract their workforce. So that challenge of finding the workforce in a uh, a market where jobs are expanding is going to become tougher and tougher. So we've got an incline in jobs. The demand is there, but the supply is not. And this is something we talk about daily in Indiana. So we're going to need to get creative with how we supply the market with labor. And a recent trip to Tennessee gave Indiana Chamber members some ideas on how to do that. They have uh, some uh, dedicated resources, I believe, from their lottery Um, that has created a large sum of money that they use for workforce training, particularly for incumbent workers. And uh, we've, in fact, gone down there to talk to them about how they uh, organize their community college system and their workforce training system and their apprenticeships. And uh, I would say that they tend to stand out. And we've stole some ideas that we're pitching to uh, the Holcomb administration and to the legislature Uh, on things that we could and should be considering here in Indiana. Luke, I have a question for you really quick. We're talking about this being an issue in Indiana, and we briefly mentioned that this is happening around the country and Tennessee is tackling it, of course. But how does Indiana stack up to those other states all around the country who are dealing with this? 
That's a great question, and Kevin actually touched on that. I think the, the challenge is more acute in Indiana because we're the most manufacturing intensive state in the country, and that's where a lot of the uh, demand and the need is in those middle skill areas where you're beyond high school but short of a, of a four-year degree. But I just recently was with my state chamber president colleagues uh, all over the country and heard the same thing from them. It's, it's jobs, 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 talent, talent, talent. Uh, is, is the number one thing across the country, but I do believe it's even more acute here in Indiana. Indiana is one of a handful of states that produces more than $93 billion worth of output every year. But here's what worries some economists. If the shortage of labor continues as technology grows, we could see more machines and more automation come into play, like we already are seeing. But Kevin says if that workforce is of sufficient skill, it could actually raise wages. Yeah, it absolutely can. But there's a caveat. But it requires individuals um, achieving, acquiring the skills uh, that are necessary to command the higher wages. And um, there is a big, dynamic, dramatic change coming uh, in these economies that is going to wipe out um, the, the low skill and lower wage jobs entirely. Um, I've, I've read, I've talked to folks who, talk, who uh, are in the technology companies that talk about the Internet of Things and um, automation. Uh, there's a restaurant in, in Japan that um, you go in, you've got, you order, and you've got these conveyor belts that, that run around all of the booths and things, and uh, machines prepare, prepare the food, and it uh, comes out on a, on a conveyor, and when you see your order, you take it off and you eat it, then you put your tray you know, back on, and they can serve like 300 people with 12 staff. From a technological standpoint, this is really fascinating how advanced some of these companies are getting with their automation. But, you know, it sounds nice, but isn't this only going to widen the income inequality around the world? That's the fear. There's some irony to all this. The current labor shortage that we have in Indiana and around the nation are going to accelerate the displacement of those same workers that are in high demand right now, which will enhance income inequality. This is a story relevant to any company. All right, so this is relevant to all the companies out there. So what can we do? I mean, if we're talking about this sci-fi-like future of machines and automation replacing jobs, which we discussed is already happening today, how can you create any kind of job security for yourself or for your employees? That's the big question. And Kevin says the answer is self-development, making yourself a vital asset that cannot be replaced. I would encourage them to stay in tune with the technology, trends, internet of things, big data, understand what's going on and think about that in terms of how that affects your company and how it affects you as a, as a, um, a, man, a new manager. I would do what I can to maintain and enhance my quantitative analysis skills and then thirdly, uh, my people skills and, and my ability to, um, to manage people and get the most out of them. Because the people that can do that, uh, I think are gonna rise and, and the ones that cannot are, are gonna struggle. So for everyone listening out there, and you're tying all this back to you and how it impacts your life, Kevin leaves us with some final thoughts. If you're not planning for this, preparing for it, and, and solving this problem, 
you could be leaving customers and business opportunities on the table that you could otherwise have because I have I have employers who say I've got machines that are sitting idle because I don't have people to operate them and I've got orders that I can't fill in a timely manner and I have new business uh, that I have to pass on and I and that leads me to think about uh, you know someone who cares about the state of Indiana and and policy how much greater would our state's GDP be if every employer could fill the positions that they have available right now in let's say a month or less compared to the, the situation where thousands and thousands of jobs are being left open uh, as they try to, to uh, find you know appropriate people to fill them. So to wrap up this episode, think about the talent shortage and its impact on our state and our country. How can we reverse those talent shortages to prosper the labor markets and the economy? It involves more people becoming specialists in these growing industries, self-development, and for companies to continue to motivate their employees to grow their skill sets. And here at the Kelly School of Business, our mission is to reverse those talent shortages. Luke, times have changed. I mean, we're seeing it every single day. And this will hopefully have everyone thinking about how we can start filling up these these jobs that you know nobody is working right now or there's a shortage of, but also adapt and evolve for how business will be conducted in the future. And we want to thank Kevin Brenniger from the Indiana Chamber of Commerce for sharing his insight with us. And the Indiana Chamber of Commerce has a great podcast out there where they're discussing topics like this uh, on a weekly basis. You can find their podcast on iTunes or wherever you download their podcast. It's titled The Echo Chamber. Again, that's The Echo Chamber. Go check them out. Uh, A lot of fascinating information. I think you all would really like uh, some of the things that they have going on over there. And of course, be sure to subscribe to our podcast as well, the ROI Podcast, and leave us a review on iTunes. Very well said, Luke. And of course, that's going to do it for this episode of the ROI Podcast. We will talk to you all next week. Have a great, productive week.